for those listeners who have been feeling that nudge to start a podcast, I highly recommend using Anchor as their platform. It has really been what has made this journey of starting a podcast really worthwhile and I love how simple it is. It's very user-friendly and they provide a lot of tools for you as the host and tools such as recording and editing your audio and many more. Hello gorgeous, welcome to Blissfully Bloom. I'm Tori, your host, and this podcast was created to inspire women to transform their mindset, blossom from within, and be unafraid to be their authentic selves. Get ready to grow, evolve, and bloom. In this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you how exactly to move through and navigate through feelings of burnout and specifically when you have such a deep passion and drive to continue working and putting out your energy, giving your time to this project or whatever you're working on and leading to feelings of burnout. And I'm going to discuss exactly how to move through it. I'll give some tips and tricks that have helped me whenever I experience this. All right, so to begin, I just want to talk about our passions in life. And passions in life is really what you find that lights you up and just sparks this joy within you. Um, and it just creates this excitement and overall just contentment within you when you follow your passions. But sometimes I find that when we follow our passions, we can become really overly excited. If you think of the scale of pursuing your passions and really pursuing your dreams and goals... Sometimes it can be on the more extreme side when you are starting out um, and you don't take into account your well-being and your health and your mental health, which can eventually lead to burnout if you're overworking yourself or you're not giving yourself those pauses and breaks in between your work sessions. So um, I actually had a recent feeling of burnout for these past couple of weeks. Um, I've been working on this project of mine and I've been creating this self-love program and it will be out pretty soon. You will hear me talk more about that within the next few episodes because I will be um, inviting women to be a part of this program pretty soon. But I did experience some feelings of burnout throughout the process just because I had such a deep drive to really give it my all and put my best work out there and just feeling really inspired throughout it all, but it became almost too much. My passions and this really big fire in my belly 
started to really consume me into me just forgetting to really take care of myself throughout this project. Funny enough, I was working on a self-love program and, you know, sometimes I forgot to give myself this self-love because I was pouring out all of my love into this creation that I forgot to really give myself this love back and make sure that I was filling my own cup and making sure that my needs were met while also making sure that this project's needs were met because oftentimes our projects can have this kind of energy, this life to them and you want to make sure that you're making sure that that project's fire isn't burning out so you're giving it all of this life but sometimes it drains the energy, it drains the life from yourself. Um, so a big learning curve for me there. So I had to really take some pauses and be really kind to myself during this time and give myself grace because even though I was working on a project that was based on self-love, I am human and I'm going to sometimes forget and not give myself what I need at times. We all have those moments. It's just a matter of remembering what exactly we need and listening to our bodies, listening to ourselves, listening to that inner wisdom, just being really, really honest with yourself. So, and we may experience different symptoms and just have different, I guess, um, responses to the burnout that we're feeling but first to even feel burnout there must be something that you work on what leads us to the burnout is maybe a project that we took on or some type of new job role or just something that we're working on now it doesn't mean that every single time that you work on something, it's going to lead to this extreme feelings of burnout and stress and fatigue um, because there's another way. There's another way that you can kind of avoid leading to that route and leading to that direction because you can take your pauses, be mindful of your work environment and how you're treating yourself throughout the process because if you're not mindful, if you're not mindful of the way that you're treating yourself or just the way that you're handling your passions and really, um, you know, taking that space and time for yourself of just being still and taking a break from it all, then that could lead you to overwhelming feelings of stress and burnout. So let's begin by talking about the five stages of burnout. The first stage is the honeymoon phase, and this is really when you have this burning drive within you. You really are committed, and you feel this high amount of energy and creativity running through your bones. Um, it's this like spark of idea that you have, and you're kind of just you made the choice, you made the commitment to pursue this idea of yours, whatever whether it be a new job that you have for yourself, a new project, really whatever that your venture, your new your new venture or journey that you're taking on, you just have this really big excitement for it and you're just ready to dive into it and begin this new journey. Now, 
of course, with all new projects, you're going to feel this way. But the key differences, and you'll see as we talk about it, is how you move about the first initial phases of stress. Because if you don't do something about the first initial phases of stress that you may feel after taking on a big load or just taking on something new that may cause you to feel this stress or anxiety, then it could lead to even deeper and more intense feelings of stress. The second stage of burnout is the onset of stress. And this is really the first initial kind of darker symptoms that you may feel. So the first stage, you're really just on a kind of runner's high on cloud nine and you're feeling all this newness and it's exciting, but then the excitement feelings can begin to wear off and you begin to really see maybe the big picture and you become a little bit overwhelmed into just the overall bigness and big picture of it all and you just become overwhelmed of all of the tasks that you may need to complete and you may feel a bit of stress. So the second stage of burnout begins with an awareness of some days being more difficult than others. You may just find feelings of stress within your physical body, your mental health, or just your emotional health. And common symptoms may include fatigue, anxiety, irritability, inability to focus, um, headaches, heart palpitations, and just an overall general neglect of personal needs. You may grind your teeth at night and OMG, <laughs> have I been doing that? I find myself waking up in the middle of the night and literally my teeth will be like glued together. And that's that's how I definitely know if I'm feeling a load of stress because sometimes I'll wake up in the middle of the night and that won't really happen to me. But since I have taken on this really, probably one of the biggest projects I have ever taken on for myself. Um, I've been feeling this a lot lately. And these, what these are, when you feel these initial set of stress symptoms, like headaches, heart palpitations, fatigue, irritability, all the ones that I listed before, there's a lot more stress symptoms that can be included, but the list will go on. When you feel those initial symptoms, that is your cue. That is your clue, your initial clue to, you know, maybe take some moments of reflection. Ask yourself what your body needs. What is your body trying to tell you? If you're more tired, if you're feeling a lot more headaches, what is that saying what is that re response telling you and most of the time this is when our bodies are signaling to us we may have some unmet needs that need to be met so whether that be just giving ourselves that space that time of just deep reflection or just a time for stillness and pause and being mindful of ourselves, being mindful of our bodies and what they're, they're trying to communicate with us during that time. Once we do that, once we either become mindful or we do different stress relieving activities, such as maybe moving our bodies more, meditating, journaling, doing a lot of self-care activities, 
and we're letting our bodies know that, hey, we are safe. Beforehand, you may have not felt safe because maybe you were a little tense and stressed with all of the work overload, but you are letting your body know that it is safe, it is heard, it is seen, it is loved, and those symptoms that you feel may begin to decrease and not become as present because you're meeting your body's physical needs, mental needs, and emotional needs, and it's heard, it's seen, and you're kind of taking your body off of this track to um, to eventual burnout. You're, you're being that container for your body and allowing it to express its needs and knowing that it's heard, but also responding to those to those calls, to your body's calls, and allowing yourself to really dive into those different rituals or practices that can eventually lower that stress, lower that anxiety that you may be feeling. Now, if you do not do anything, if you don't respond, if you just allow the stress to be where it's at, and you don't listen to your body, then it can become chronic stress. And this is the third stage of burnout. And it's marked as a change in your stress levels. It's You're going from first you were really, really excited about your new project and you felt this burst of inspiration and creativity within you. But then you started to feel the onset of stress, this beginning stages of stress. But now you're feeling this stress every single day. It's become frequent. And these symptoms may have been increased. So uh, it could be anger or aggressive behavior you may feel or just an attitude. You may um, become in denial about your work problems and this kind of overworking of yourself that you may be doing. You may feel threatened or panicked, feel pressure, out of control. You may begin to drink a lot of alcohol You may feel physically ill, resentful, socially withdrawn, procrastinate at work, or just feel really tired in the morning. You kind of lost this love for hobbies that you once had. If you feel any of these above symptoms that I just mentioned, then again, you can tap into listening to your body, giving it what it needs so that it can begin to lower its stress levels so that you're back onto this just feeling feelings of more excitement and inspiration towards your project instead of all of these stressful feelings that you may be feeling. I definitely noticed this whenever I um, started working on my project. I began to kind of drop a lot of hobbies that I used to do, whether that be walking outside, giving myself those outside breaks, or just in general, I started learning, trying to learn how to play the ukulele, and I was really consistent with this. I had, like, I usually went on this YouTube channel, and it's this ukulele teacher, and she does little challenges for you, and I used to be consistent with those, but then I started finding that the hobbies that I was doing just weren't as important, and I kind of drop them. Um, just because you're starting this project, it doesn't mean that you have to drop all of your other interests and all of your other hobbies. Because 
they're kind of what's going to take your mind off of the stress of it all. If you're feeling a lot of stress, a lot of overwhelm over how big your project may be or just your new idea, then tapping into those other activities and giving your mind a little break from creating is what is going to honestly spark more ideas and more creativity within those breaks. Sometimes we may feel like doing the opposite. We may need to overwork ourselves and continue to push and push and push and go and go, go, do, 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 do. But I I can bet you that the reason why you have this project idea in the first place is because you found that space of deep reflection and that pause and just allowing yourself to just be and that is when your ideas begin to really flood your mind and be a part of this inspiration and creativity that you had. So now let's move on to the next stage of burnout, which is the burnout itself. This is the fourth stage. And this is when your symptoms become quite critical. It becomes really extremely difficult to cope. You may at this stage, if you feel at this stage, you may need to seek intervention, some type of outside help, and get that support that you may need so that you can continue living your life normally and and just function normally. Now, I actually talk with my therapist about my feelings of just, you know, overworking myself, and I work through them with her, and she really does help me kind of see my thought patterns and you know, why I drive myself to this stage. It doesn't happen every single time that I take on a big project, but because this project to me is one of the biggest, as I was, as I mentioned, I just kind of felt the need to overwork myself, to push myself and, you know, really give the, the best product and the best service and the best offer that I can possibly give. But I put a lot of pressure on myself, which led me to this point. And within the past week, I have learned to reverse the effects that I've been feeling and get myself out of the burnout so that I don't become in the last stage. So at a point where we're motivated by, by pleasure and not pain, and at a point, this can become kind of a pain point and lower your your overall life quality so I didn't want to stay in this point and I knew that it was affecting my my overall attitude my overall mindset about things and burnout symptoms can include behavioral changes chronic headaches stomach bowel problems a complete neglect of personal needs Desire to move away from your work or friends or family, feeling empty inside, self-doubt, and your other physical symptoms may intensify or increase. I felt like this episode needed to be shared, even though I am creating a self-love program right now, I felt like I needed to be open and vulnerable and honest with you all about this and 
just be because you are creating something like the process of it all may not turn out as you'd expect but I think this is just a big learning opportunity for myself and a big just growth and expansion that I've had and deep insight about myself because this often is signaling to you what you need and beforehand you may have just kept ignoring and avoiding your needs but your your body as you these symptoms are becoming more intense and more pronounced your body is screaming and yelling at you to slow down to pause and just allow yourself to just to just be and not have that overwhelming pressure on yourself to just take take the load off not think about your project 24 7 because that's what I was doing I'm currently still on the search for jobs and I have my jobs already set in stone which I'll probably talk about in another episode but um, I've just been waiting for the onboarding process to occur so I've had a lot of time and a lot of free time available but I've been spending this free time just working just doing I just felt like I was on this never-ending roller coaster ride and it didn't have an end I felt like it was hard to get myself off because um, it became almost a habit I would work myself hard and continue to just sit on the computer work on the program until uh, my boyfriend Cooper got home and that was around 4 p.m. And sometimes I would still find the energy and have that boost to just keep going. And eventually he even noticed it in me and he said, you know, I feel like you need to put the computer down. You're just overworking yourself and stressing yourself out. Just, you know, take a break from it all for a moment. And that what became extremely hard for me because I felt like if I stopped working, then all the ideas, all the creativity that I had would just be gone and not come back to me. So I really just neglected a lot of my personal needs. And when I say I would sit on the couch for hours, that's what I would do. I would often forget to eat lunch. I would often forget to um, do my outside walk. And I would forget to connect with nature, which to that for me is one of my top top just interests in life and and I would drop a lot of those and let me just tell you that it's really hard for me to like open up and admit that especially when I'm working on something that that is self-love but I think (laughs) I kind of found myself through it all even though I almost I almost lost myself um, with this intense desire to overwork but I have definitely and I'm going to share with this with you in a little bit I have definitely learned how to get myself out of that roller coaster ride how to pause how to step away from it all and step into my inner knowing and my intuition and listen to my body and that is honestly what self-love really is is you being you being able to notice when 
your needs aren't met and giving yourself that time to meet them. And so I kind of, even even through this project of mine, this big, big project, I have been on the self-love journey for sure. I have felt what it's felt like to not meet my needs and to not give myself self-love. And I have been also reminded of what it means to love yourself and what it means to give yourself the nourishment and the care that you deserve. And and I found a way to come back home to myself and just be reminded of what it means to, to love yourself completely and fully even through your your mistakes because and it's being able to not dwell on your mistakes and giving yourself giving yourself that grace and forgiveness and just being kind to yourself even through these sometimes dark moments in your life where you sometimes lose yourself but you know, you can find yourself again. You can just find your way back to who you were before these feelings of burnout, before these feelings of overwhelm and stress. And so I'm going to share with you a little bit about how I did that. So first of all, I had to become aware of of that. And I'm just getting a little bit emotional about it because um, I just tended to just push myself and I had to realize like what it was doing to me and I'm just being really honest with myself I just needed to just notice what was going on um often I would just snap at Cooper or just be really agitated about a lot of things I had to just be really honest with myself because I didn't want to continue living life this way and Once I did that, once I really became aware of all of the things that I was feeling and just noticed the changes within myself that, that weren't serving me, I just didn't recognize myself anymore. I was more short. Once you are aware, it's not shaming yourself and putting yourself down about it all because again, like I said, we are all human and we're going to experience some things that we may not be proud of, but it's coming back to giving yourself loving recognition now that you have listened. Because beforehand, you may have been shutting those voices out and ignoring them and get things done, get the checklist off. But it's just that listening. It's being willing to listen and hear what is being said, hear what your body is trying to tell you. And then once you have identified what you are feeling and giving yourself that, that grace, then it is choosing different. It's choosing differently because what is, what you thought might have been working for you before is just not anymore. I realized that working from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. or 4 p.m. on my computer, it exhausted me. It drained me. I found that I was 
getting a lot of work done in the morning, but then as the day went on, I was kind of feeling a bit tense and not as inspired, but I would just keep going and keep on moving and putting the work in, putting my energy in until, again, I had no energy left. And so uh, what I started doing was giving myself breaks and, you know, I would say, okay, from this time, maybe it was from 8 to 10, I would work on the program, but then I would say, okay, after when 10, 10 a.m. hits, I'm going to get outside for a while, take a walk, listen to a podcast, just come away from it all, and then I would come back, maybe clean up the apartment for a little while, and work some more, and I would work for another two hours. And I found when I gave myself those breaks, I was creating from a place of pause rather than a place of of overwork. And those are two completely different things, and your creation can come out in a completely different way. And so that can be one thing that you can do if you're experiencing this and really allowing your, your schedule to include those breaks, mark them down somewhere so that you're more committed to them, you're more dedicated to them, and you remember them. Um, because oftentimes when we overwork ourselves and we get into this schedule, we may start to make it a habit. And when you add in something new to your schedule, it can be a little hard to commit to it at first because it's something new and you're not used to it but you can make it a habit as well. It's just a matter of being consistent with it. And finally, once you choose something different, reflecting is very good to do. Reflecting about what is working, what is not working. So I did this by just journaling and really allowing myself to journal out my journey with it, journal out just the experience and just my overall quality of life. How how has it changed? How has my life transformed from this change? And what changes need to be also made, if any? And I also wrote in my journal just little love messages to myself to um, tap into self-love and get into this self-love mindset again. Because, again, like I said before, our mistakes do not define us. And it's the matter of being willing to see that you are human and coming back again and again to this space of love for yourself that you deserve. And um, because the last stage of burnout, which is the final stage of burnout is habitual burnout and this means that the symptoms of burnout are so a part of your life that you're going to experience this ongoing mental physical and emotional problem it becomes almost like a habit of burnout and your symptoms can be depression chronic sadness chronic physical fatigue mental fatigue to avoid habitual burnout I would definitely take in consideration the steps that I mentioned before 
And also, I'd like to mention that the options that I gave about, you know, breaks into your schedule, there are probably many possibilities. That was just one. Um, And I can definitely do another episode, maybe a part two episode of this podcast, about just different other options that you can have for yourself when you start to feel burnt out. All right, well... That is all for this episode today. I hope that this supported you. I'm really excited because I am going to start having guests on the podcast here, so stay tuned for that for next month. I plan on having two podcast guests a month, and yeah, that'll be a little goal for myself for this podcast, and I'm just super excited, and I appreciate all of y'all's support. And yeah, I will see y'all in the next episode. Bye. Thank y'all so much for listening. I am just so blessed and grateful for y'all's support. And if you haven't gotten the chance, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends and family. Also, check out my YouTube channel, Blissfully Bloom. It's all about self-growth, self-love, and self-healing. I will see y'all in the next episode. Bye. Bye.